This episode of the Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Allstate. Yep, that's right. You're in good hands with Ben Sayer, Sayer Financial Services. Uh, be covered when uh, mayhem strikes. Home and auto coverage with Sayer Financial Services, Allstate, 732-449-4433. Check them out. Get a quote. Get on it. Mayhem happens. Be covered. And who else, Christine? Contifit.com. Com. You heard it right, everybody. Contifit.com. The best in personal training, in coaching, running, in your overall health. You want to feel better. You want to move functional fitness and coming at you. Let's face it together. Trademarked facial fitness and rehabilitation program. Looking better, feeling better. And uh, it's time to make some great changes for you. Contifit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with High Five Health and Fitness. And uh, really, when was the last time you sat down and talked to somebody about your health and where you are right now and where there is areas that can be improved and what needs to be done to feel better? Uh, and that's what we do. So uh, check it out, highfivehealthandfitness.com. Christine Conti. <laughs> and I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Should have hit record. I think that we're more on the side of crazy right now than we are on fit. Uh, yeah. And we're always fit. But right. like it's a it's a fine line of like which side are you jumping on. And any given moment, at any given day, it could be more fit or it could be more crazy. And right now we're a little bit more crazy. I'm punchy. Yeah, Brian is a little punchy today, and you know what it is? Because you've been a little bit injured, correct? A little bit. And it's thrown off your, like... Well, here's what it is. Some things popped up, so I decided to take some time off, right? Like, give it time, right? Rather than fight through it. If you fight through it, like when I'm running and, like, my knee was getting jacked up and I was just feeling it, uh, some of it was possibly some residual from the 40-miler that we did. Potentially. I, I don't know. You know, if I could put my you finger on something. To, you didn't have to do that, Brian. <laughs> you could have easily ducked out at any time. And I do remember you saying multiple times, you know, I'm going to go to 30 miles and, like, revisit and see. Christine, have we met? <laughs> I mean, have we met? Um, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. You were doing great at 30, though. You know what you it was? Great. Oh, it was great. Well, I was like, I got to the point where I was like, let's get this freaking thing done. Well, mile 33 was where I imploded. Yeah. And I was like, this was effing. And that's when I started cursing. And I'm sorry, but it just, Brian looked like he was having a good time. And I was like, <laughs> I want to just sit down. That's where you got to go to the spirit world. You got to go to your happy place. And it looked like I was having a good time. It looked like but you the, were insane is what it looked like the, at the very end of that. The reality of it is, is that I was hurting too. But I put a smile on my face and said, all right, you know. Let's make lemonade. Don't put, don't put, um, by the way, our, our guest that's coming on, uh, next month, Chad Wright, 
Do you know what he says? What's don't that? ever give pain a um, don't ever speak it. Don't ever speak. Don't ever yeah. speak it. Right. Because once you speak it, threw it out there, and then it takes him. Don't don't speak it to anybody because everybody just knows. You know, and if I'm in pain, you're in pain. That it's but just internalize it and and go. He also says, so "Don't die in the chair." Oh, that's true as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't yeah. die in the chair. I've been I've been reading up and following him and doing all his crazy antics because he's coming on soon. So no keep way, an eye I'm out dying in one. a chair. I'm going down on a fiery plane crash, or I'm going <laughs> to like just die running. Or well, the story behind "Don't die, die in the chair" is about a, an it's endurance good. event yeah. that yeah yeah we'll get him to. No, talk. We're not even going to go there right no, now. No 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 yeah. no. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm, I've been so a little punchy because I just haven't been exercising up to my, you know, my regular schedule. I just haven't been keeping up with it, and and um and and some of it's great. I got next. I've gotten some extra rest and some sleep, and that feels really. Do you need an exorcism? Really good. Is that how you're feeling? Or no? Uh, my wife is probably at the point where it's like, all right, enough. You know, and I'm always in, you know, I'm always in the gym. I'm constantly in the gym working and, and things and I'm always in and around it and picking things up and putting things right. down and just like the normal. On your uh, feet. Yeah. More normal, than the normal person. The normal day. But uh, I've made a point to recover, which is smart. And, uh, and you know, it feels great at some points, but there's also that, that itch inside of me, that gigantic hole in my soul that needs to be filled at this point uh, with, as we call it, the exorcism. Uh, you know, I definitely need a good dose of exercise. Um, but, you know, at the same rate, it's kind of like best of times and worst of times and kind of like when you're training really hard and you – you know, and you got whatever marathon, Ironman or whatever it is that, that we're doing, uh, you know, that we're – you know, it's working really hard and you want the rest. And at the same time, you feel really good about working really hard. And, you know, so it's just kind of like that catch 22. But so, you know, I haven't been like, it's like a little motivation too. Like I've just been waning a little bit motivation wise, which is good, right? You can't, you can't stay on all the time unless you're Christine Conti. No, I want to, let's talk about this for a second because I think that this is important. And I want to know even our listeners, and I'm positive other people get to this point. So like the last couple of years for me, I've, I've been, you know, training for Ironmans and marathons and just kind of been on the, you know, kind of really good side of the fitness scale, put it that way, right. but have really devoted and put a lot of extra time into training. And now I'm not going to Ironman this year in 2020. And I really have... The time that I was spending either the extra runs or the brick workouts where I'd run and bike or swim or where I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do this every day. It was like, here's my training and then everything else needed to go around it. And now I am uh, I'm still training. I still get workouts in. Don't get me wrong. Like it's still, you know, a big part of my life. But the amount of time I'm not devoting to that. I know that this year I'm putting a lot more towards kind of marketing and branding and some conventions and, you know, with the podcast and with um, my Let's Face It Together um, program and presenting that there's there's other things I'm filling that time with. And it's funny because every once in a while I'm like, all right, should I, I'm kind of tired. Like, should I just bang out like a couple more like emails and this and that, or should I go for that run? And then, and then I'm sitting there like, you know, like, I think I'm okay if I don't go for the run. Like men, so many other people don't need like two hours of workouts per day. Like, look at that person. Like they're super happy with their Big Mac and a cigarette. I'm like, I wonder if I could ever be happy like that. You know, and not working out. It's it's like 
you, it's like your mind starts to play tricks on you. Like if you don't work out one day, do, like, A, are you okay? Did you lose all your fitness? Should I not work out today? Like what if, what if I go two days in a row? Right. What, you know, and when does that become like three days, then four days, then five days? Is that what happens? Or I think it's a really interesting thing. And I think that everyone in fitness needs to be aware that that's so real. That's a real thing. Like oh, I didn't work out today, this week, last week, last month. I mean, it, you get into that. Yeah. And people who do get that fitness bug, maybe they are every day and they can't take a day off. It's almost like. It's just there's there's definitely sides to it. I mean, like just being in the gym all the time and working, you know, as a career, you see the people that are there every day, mm-hmm. right? You see the people that are there every day that you wish they would just take a day off, right? Like the and, five AMers. Right. I'm like, I wonder if you should just sleep one day, just right? Sleep in. And then you see the people that are really good for six weeks, eight weeks. You know, we're seeing a lot of that now. Uh, and you're like, and, where have you been? And then three months from now, yeah. And then like they, you don't see them for a month. Like there's a lot of that. Like those people are pretty consistent with that flow. And look for right, right or wrong, you know. Like I don't feel right now like I'm losing fitness, mm-hmm. right? Like I made some deposits in that bank. Like when I get back to it, it's gonna be there and everything's gonna be okay. Uh, you know, I, I, the purpose of it right now is just to kind of. Let everything simmer down so that way when I do get back, I can do it well. Um, I'm supposed to be training for Boston right now. Um, you know, Boston is in April and normally I'd be in it right now and doing stuff. But and I'm, and I'm cool with that, too. It's like kind of like at peace. But it's funny that you brought that up, like the energy and the emails and the, you know, the working stuff and all those things that, that we do. Because I, sometimes when things like this pop up, it makes me think like, all right, what am I really supposed to be giving my attention to right now? Right. Is it another marathon? Is mm-hmm. it, you know, more running? Is it, you know, more strength work? Is it more or should I be doing a lot of the things that I think that I should be doing when I'm on those runs? You right. know, all the programs that I design in my head that are freaking fantastic and unbelievable right. and amazing ideas that I come home to, you know, like do some of those, you know, like maybe that attention or that energy and time or whatever it is can be spent elsewhere. And you know, sometimes these injuries uh, or, you know, things, if, I don't even want to call it an injury. I just got a hiccup right now. And uh, then I'm going to take the time to let it kind of cool out rather than, you know, really. Yeah, I always say take the time or the time will take you. That's that's a Prendergast motto. That's a that's a that's a that's a Brianism that uh, that that will go, you know, like because you see people that overtrain. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you like come off of a big race or you come off an event or you, you know, you're training for something big and you're like, well, that's great. I can do it better. I think that's a common thing. We always walk away thinking that we could probably do, do something a little bit better. I'd be cool if I never, if I never PR'd a marathon from, from here on out, like I'd be okay with that Yeah. because for me, it's the experience and I want to feel good. I don't want to get across a finish line and collapse. Yeah. And you know, there's many races I look back and I'm like, yeah, I bet I could have run that faster. I tell but you guess what, what, it for, for might me, not have been as good. Maybe I got hurt. Maybe I would have gotten hurt. I, right. Age is going to take care of that for you. Never PR and again, like that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times you're as fit, but you just get older, you know, and, and not that I'm older or anything like that, but I could definitely see that pretty soon, you know, that, that, the that the, you know, my personal bests are going to be going downhill soon. I mean. You should have started point. running later in your life like me. Like, <laughs> I, well, I did. Again, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true, I guess. I ran and ran and ran and ran, and then I stopped, and then I ran and ran and ran again, you know? So there was like, there was 
15, almost 20 years gap in between, 18 years of gap in between, you know, really getting after it. You know, there was activity and things like that, but, right, right. you know, it didn't come back for more. So, which is good because most of the dudes that, you know, are my age that ran a lot, you know, at the ages that I did as a younger kid, they're done. Mm-hmm. There's still some, some dudes that never stopped and just grinding. But, right. Yeah, but how good is that for your body too? That's another, oh, that's, it's another thing to, that's a mental illness. Right. You know? right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I think that for anyone, you know, whatever you're going through doing, I know for me that I, I wanted to experience some of these bucket list things and you know, we Jesse, it's so the whole build your life resume. I think that's really what it is. I love the fact that I was a maniac and, you know, randomly threw my name into, you know, an Ironman and then got picked up and all these weird things happen. Those are damn good stories. Oh, hell yeah. Awesome stories. Especially awesome when they're done. Experiences. I mean, scary as hell. The, you know, leaving my teaching job and this and, you know, it's like, these are the best stories. And I feel like now I can look back and be at peace and say, you know what? I did that. I didn't know if it was the right thing. I doubted myself every single way. There were other people that even doubted me, but I pushed them away. I stayed with the positive. I stayed with the people who were like, God, I hope she's able to do this and we're going to help you out um, and give you, you know, give you our advice. I think that was awesome because if you're around people that genuinely want to give you advice and help you, those are the right people. The people that want to shut you down and say, you know, you're, you're never going to be able to do this or what are you thinking? Get, get them the hell out of your life. I feel like I talk about this all the time. I'm sorry. And it may be people that are close to you, maybe good friends, it may be family, but you got to take that, you know, take that path and figure yourself out. I, I didn't, think. I didn't think that I really had any more like that in my life. Right. Cause I just, I mean, my life is basic pretty much at this point. I, I, you I, have me in your life. I, your well, life is not basic. Well, right? well uh, you know, in a, in the sense that, well, I guess so. The, the game shows throw and that out Times Square and all that stuff. But and no, no, the podcast yeah, the and podcast. the scholarship, which we'll get to. But, uh, you know, but I, but I really think that like, you know, in a nutshell, it's, it's wake up, exercise, get the kids on the bus, go to, you know, go to work, do some stuff, you know, do some stuff like this, go home, go to sleep. You know what I mean? Which I'm not, it's not Groundhog Day at all. I love it. Um, you know, it's not boring to me. It's it's just, you know, it's pretty basic. You want to switch for a day? No. I mean, <laughs> look, I got the craziness too. I, I, I do have the craziness. But, you know, it, it's it's really like there's not, there's no, there's no crazy, like, you know, there's no crazy travel schedule or anything like that. It's just, it's not wild. It's not, you know. So, like, my day to day is pretty simple. I don't, you know, interact with much more that, that's outside of my bubble. It's some, you know, maybe aside from, social media and things like that but um i did think that i had those people in my life you know like like you're still doing this you're still doing Mm -hmm. that what are you crazy and all that stuff yep and and then you know i didn't think that they were really around but then you know something like this happened they're like i get a little injury or something like that and people say you know you are getting older you know you are doing this i'm like yeah you you're done (laughs) you know like or like the doctor that says you know i don't know you should not run that which happens i always say not to me because i've got my doctors all lined up and things like that i'm not even seeing doctors for this thing but it's just a hiccup like i said but um you know you you you, that you run into these to these people They'll say, oh, well, you know, maybe uh, 40 miles is too much, you know, and I don't want to hear it at all. Especially because I'm planning on a hundred miler. 
<laughs> I did say I was taking Iron Man off. I did not say that I was not planning crazy shit. All right. All right. Well, let's, let's... I'm, that is in my, that's on my bucket list. A yeah. hundred miler. So, okay. Yeah. Brian's yeah. like, that's your life good, resume. Good for you. By the way, Jesse Itzler, I, I was talking about building life's resume, uh, and I got a little movement going with it in the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, young ladies that comes to the gym, she wanted to get really good at jump rope. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just stink at jump rope. And I wanted to get like, really good at jump rope. And I'm like, this is the year. Like, take this year and, and, and work on it. Right, make it like the year, like building life's resume. This is the year where you got, you know, among other things, but you know, don't dedicate your entire February twenty twenty heart health awareness. Heart health awareness. Usually they like jump rope for heart and stuff. Yeah, we should do a jump rope thing. Do you like jump roping? Oh my god! I'm like, how long do you think we could jump rope for, Brian? Dude, I'm like the greatest jump roper of all time. Oh, we should jump rope. I love jump rope. <laughs> is this like a Brady Bunch episode? Are we going to hula hoop? <laughs> is, this, is this the hula hoop? I'm actually episode? not very good at hula hooping. I've gotten okay. I've gotten okay at. I'm better as an adult than I was at a kid. Me too. Yeah. but it's still not great. Yeah. Don't judge my dancing and anything else on my hula hooping. Let's All just right. throw that out there. But uh, yeah. So I told her, I'm like, you know, like get in, get into it now. She like she hasn't had children yet, so that's a big thing. Women in jump roping post, uh, you know, post children is is tough. Sometimes oh, they sometimes they have to run to the bathroom. As far as what I've noticed is, you know, in the gym. I think it, yeah, I, I've I have my own theories on that. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll have to <laughs> to call on the experts, our pelvic floor experts. Yeah. Right? Where's Abby Bales, mm-hmm. Doctor Abby Bales? We need you back on to talk jump roping. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's uh, but why not? Why not take this year, right? With, like like Jesse said, and on our thing, and and you know, get something, get really good at something, whether it's a language or or those projects that you really wanted to work on. Like this is the year that I did that. Oh yeah, twenty twenty. That's the year I. Because, like, for us, right, for me, I know, like, since we got out of school, like, the years blend in, you know, a little bit, like, since I had kids and, like, their school year, like, you know, everything was always about grade. Oh, I did that when I was in seventh grade. I did that when I was right. in junior year. You know, you hear a song, you're like, junior year. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you hear... A, Car, like, Friday night. Yeah. yeah. 1991, you know, like, Seven Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> things, like, that, that you associate with. So, you know, in order to do that, because the years blend. So, you know, just... Take the time to set it aside and, and really and do it. So for, for her, it's it's jump roping. That's cool. She'll work on it. She comes to the gym. She comes a little early. She works on it. Anytime there's an opportunity to do it during the workout, she does it. And, uh, you know, and she's not good. She's doing a double skip right now. Skip, skip. Like, she's doing that double skip thing. But, you know, working on it. She's, like, watching videos. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Hey, I don't care what it is. If you're working towards something, you're working towards your goal. That's it. So... Motivation-wise, Brian, before he's like, what do you do if you're not motivated? And I'm like, well, if I'm not motivated on one thing, I feel like I'm motivated on something else. So, you know, maybe you're not – like right now, I'm not super it motivated was- to go out and run long distances right now. Because I, I'm like – not that I'm burnt out, but I'm just like, listen, I'm not – that is not my goal right now. My goal has switched. So maybe – it's not that I'm not motivated – for you know in general it's like i'm not motivated for that so it's what am i motivated for because that is not the thing i've i've already done that i've already been motivated in that it's like when i played volleyball all growing up i was super motivated you know and i begged my parents and we're going to get into this but i begged my parents in 5th grade um to try out for this travel team 
And, you know, they didn't want to do it because I was, you know, young and we had to make it a team. And since then, since fifth grade, I was, you know, 11 years old, traveled all the time. I was driving to practices during the week and, and I loved it. And I, you know, I got into high school and there's more things going on. There's, there's a lot more than just that in your life. And then into college, I mean, I played at a pretty high level. So you're, yeah, you're going to school, you're trying to get your degree. You, I mean, but you got to jump on that. I remember the bus picking us up a couple times from our lecture building. Like everyone's in the bus already and we're trying to, you know, make most of our class and then head out on a Friday morning to who knows where we get back late Sunday night. Um, or you're missing classes Tuesday, Thursday, cause you've games and you're traveling somewhere. Um, it, that it, it burned me out by the end of college. I'm like, Oh, the, this is too much. Like this is too much. This has been my life. And even when I, um, when I stopped playing, I didn't pick up a volleyball until I was in grad school and I helped coach, started coaching. Right. Even then I didn't play. I did not play again, like in a competitive game until maybe like six years later, someone I knew, like a ref begged me to come like, Christine, come on, just come play on our little adult club team. How was it? We practice, blah, blah, blah. Did you just like ring people up? <sighs> Ba-boom. Some of them are good. I mean, some of these are all like people my age that played D1. Yeah. I mean, good, you know. And uh, I still was like, I think I played, you know, I don't know, maybe like a how many months it was. And I'm like, I'm just too competitive for this. <laughs> like, this is just not... Like I, this isn't for me. I'm, I'm past this. Um, it, and I still have yet to, like if people ask me to play in a league or like the summer that, league on the beach, I don't do come, it. Come on. Don't do it. We've got a, like, there's a really good Wednesday night there's, summers in Manasquan. There's amazing beach leagues all around yeah. here and I won't play. <laughs> I know. It's just, it, that time has come and gone and you know, I can still play. I'm not physically, you know, as big and muscular as I used to be. And I know that annoys me too because I can't I don't have the vertical that I used to but oh, well. it's it's me, just me I mean you've mental you're a lot smarter but um it's I don't I'm not motivated in that way and I think that's okay because it's somewhere else and then I started coaching I finally got back into co- and that was great and coaching even you know I was like mm, I think I'm over this was after- that hard they can't because you couldn't they couldn't do what you envisioned um, them to do like you would see it like Larry they, like Larry Bird they always said was couldn't handle being a coach because he saw it and couldn't get them to do it's what a he lot saw. easier to coach very talented athletes than right. it is to coach someone okay I went from you know a very high level to this is a volleyball and here's where it goes and there's something to be said for the growth that you see there um but when I was in Maryland, I wound up coaching teams that were like state championships. They were going to play in college. Right. I came to New Jersey, started the programs from nothing. So I went from like sending these kids to play in college, winning all these county championships, boys and girls, to having no boys that play here, no no teams, and to coming into girls who I'm like, this is a volleyball. <laughs> and working, you know, And but it was amazing because in the four years that I started – there were some girls that I was able to send to play in college. I mean, they're not playing D1, but D3, there's some pretty damn good programs. Good, yeah. So it's like you do see that, but it takes a long time to, you know, build build it back up. But that was – it's patience is what it is. Like you can't ask people to do things that they physically cannot do. And that I think is is something that's tough. But it's a, it's a lesson. I think that 
you know, we work with a lot of people in fitness, that coaching with the kids and the just analyzing their fitness ability and saying, you know what, you are doing the best that you can do. And I know that you're giving a hundred percent. Maybe you're not an Olympic athlete. I'm not an Olympic athlete, but this is my hundred. And that's amazing. Yeah. And to celebrate that. I think that's important for, for everyone out there too, that some people are like, oh man, I just, I just PR'd a mile and well, it's like that's the thing. nine minutes and 40 seconds. I'm like, that's awesome. It's amazing. They're like, they're like, don't you think that's pathetic compared no. to what you run? I'm like, no, don't you think the Olympians think it's pathetic what I run? It's I'm like, it's all relative to it's you. It's all relative. Absolutely. And that's one of the things I do like about, about running and, and, and even some of the workouts that we do, like where they're scalable, where you know, my gym, the training room is, is awesome. I love it because you can have two people of completely different abilities doing very similar things right next to each other. You know, same exercise or anything. Maybe just the difference is weight. Yeah. You know, like you've got Frank the tank, who's one of the strongest human beings I've ever met in my life. And he's got a different weight, you know, kettlebell or something like that. As long as the form's good and like everything is nice, you know, swing is a swing. Um, and, and they, you, and you don't do kettlebell. I'm going to throw this out here. You don't do kettlebells to freaking choreograph music, by the way. <laughs> I've been having a lot of people ask me questions about like choreography and music. And I'm like, listen, mm, there's a time and a place for like a freaking dance class. Okay. I'm so tired of the music and the time and class. a place. But you know what? Again, like with orange theory that I do, that's a good, it's a good workout that's designed very well Right. that you could be running like a gazelle or you could be power walking. You're eliciting the same physiological response in your body. And you and yeah, bam. The, yep. The 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 main variable is the person, not you know, not right. the workout. And not to say that it's like you know, it's it's extreme. Like there's certain things that that entry level shouldn't be doing. Right. But you know, there's always the, you know just that the options are there. Um, I'm so tired of music, and and playlists and all that stuff. I mean, you're lucky because I guess Orange Theory's got that kind of dialed in no. right no you guys are we doing do our own mostly you pick your own music i mean yeah. some days for me if i teach a couple classes in a row i do different like this one is 80s then i'll do rap okay and then i'll do like a techno then i'll do like it's friday today right for recording this and and i always teach a friday like a 5 30 class guess what friday 5 30 i'm like hey guys i'm happy you're here and you're not at the bar yeah i don't know why you maniacs chose to choose your friday night with me yeah. but you did so welcome to the jersey shore club that's happy. I do hour. like club night. Oh uh, yeah, on five thirty. I, you know, I I have these. We're gonna have fun. I have these strings like right now. Pump. Two days a week, I'll have high schoolers in at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and then there's a, you know, right after that, there's a four o'clock class where it's just the you know the regular um, members of the gym, older. You know, it's like they're adults. They're not the high schoolers. Like sometimes, gangster sometimes rap. Got no, it. So no, so the <laughs> the, the kids will play this crap like this. Like the rap that's out there, the hip hop that's out there now, it's different. freaking horrible. And like I give them hip hop education all the time. Like we're going back. Like I just like late 80s, early 90s. Like we're going. We're public enemy like place that, you know. Even late 90s. Like, yeah, all really that stuff. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupac, Biggie and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and because they need to hear that because this stuff that's out now, whatever. I Maybe I'm just showing my age. But gosh, but, dad. No, it's fucking horrible right like i i just you know there's some of it is is all right i can get into some of it but then the adults come in and they're like turn this off right like we want you know more like you know gramps rock you know like crazy but whatever it's just like i'm just tired of it i'm tired of it like i just want a playlist it's just like shut like gramps rock i don't know it's like like, you have an example of gramps rock please (laughs) 
Grand Funk Railroad. I don't, I don't know. Um, you know what I mean? Like they want like, like either cl- like classic shit, you know, or like shit that everybody knows, like the stuff that's on the, you know, the radio going like, I don't think like the Rolling Stones are like Gramps Rock. No, but that's what they, you know, sometimes they want stuff like uh, that. Right. Just curious. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I like to clarify on everything's this. like Spotify now. So you just like, you know, it's like it, it's either the, the Foo Fighters radio or the Metallica radio or, you know, some of that stuff. That's kind of like where we go. Like I always found like Jimi Hendrix radio. Like I, I like that stuff. That's maybe the, some of the. I'm like, going to throw out and I know I'm rock. not getting paid by them, but um, Fit Radio is like my go to. Fit Radio. I love it. It's the best freaking like six ninety nine I pay a month. Oh, OK. Seriously. W- because everything's so we're on a Sonos in the gym, so it's all like it's the Sonos. Yeah, you could put that in the Sonos. You can. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so it's like Spotify, Pandora, and Apple Music, and all all that stuff. It's like the best DJs in the world, and it's all compiled. And you could do it decades, and you could do it searches and whatever. But it's all already. I had one time. Just so good. One time I was working at another gym. This was like you know maybe ten years ago, and they put out a survey. Okay. Right, and I was gonna. Killed the owner. I said, "Why the hell are you going to put out a survey? Why, you know, why are you going to give the people the freaking opportunity just to bitch and moan anonymously and like you know complain about all this stuff?" So whatever. So there was like the overall gym stuff. You know how do you like the workouts? You yeah. know how do you like this? How do you like that? You know cleanliness and all that it's stuff, which good is good to get, to get feedback. feedback. Yeah. And you know my opinion on that is if you know you're doing the right thing, stick with it and just like you know right. like if you know it's to the better you know the right. good. Sometimes too much feedback is just an opportunity for people to bitch. People but like bitching. Anyway, now. right. They like that. So then they got into the trainers, right? And I got good marks. I got very good marks, except for my music, right? So my, this was when we were like on iPads and, or iPods yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. You were just plugging in an iPod and, and you, had, like you, made your, you made your own set list and things like that. And, uh, you know, I go, I go, I'm all over the place. I mean, I always say I'm Willie to Wyclef. Like I can go mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever you want. I can, I can, I'm into it. We're La Bamba to DMX. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Depends on the day. And, uh, and they, and they didn't think I got poor marks. I got more, like I didn't even get, I got like a B <laughs> instead That's of funny. an A. Right. And I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Like I, we went, I went silent one class because <laughs> I knew there was some people in the one class that was, I was like, we're not work, We're not listening to music today. We're just working out. Like if you, if you need, like if the music is going to make you work harder, like figure out a way to work that hard without music. Right. You know what I mean? Do you know what I've tried to do? Do you understand that though? Yeah. Like if you need the music to work this high and I'm holding my hand up to a, a yeah, mark here. I see you know, it. If you can do X with music and you need the music to get to X, like figure out how to fucking do it without that. I got a challenge for everybody. Here's here's something that I do along those lines. If I go for a run, yeah. sometimes I run without music, no headphones. Sometimes I run with, um, and I listen to a podcast. Uh-huh. So it's people speaking. So there's no beat. There's no like, you're not going to be like, yeah. challenge is hill. No, it's someone speaking. Um, then, so then your mind kind of wanders, like you forget you're running, kind of listening, sucked into the conversation. Sometimes I'll run to music that's like, that is that motivational music. And other times yesterday, for example, I went out, I had like 35 minutes and, uh, I heard a song by the specials on the radio. I'm like, God, I haven't heard them in a long time. Yeah. So I put the specials on and guess what? That is not me. If you you guys know who the specials are, that's not music that is like hardcore pumping you up it's kind of chill yeah and i ran for 35 minutes listening to the specials and that was 
that was the whole thing. different scene. So right? I feel like y- you need to practice that, like no music silence with yourself. You know, can you do it with something relaxing? So I like to actually mix it up. And then, I mean, my favorite thing to do is to run with somebody because then that you kind of talk takes and over. you yeah. can kind of do that. But I think it's nice to have those different dynamics because you shouldn't just be always at the same gym. You shouldn't always be in the pool and always be on the bike. And I think there's something to be said for the kind of training your brain and also and then um, and then there are times where like you know what you want right mm-hmm. you know the playlist you know the workout you know like what you right. like you know like that 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 like you when you need to have that motivation or that that done like you're like yeah i'm gonna do that today mm-hmm. you know it's like almost like uh you know picking that a food you're like i'm going there and i'm getting that like because you know because you know that that's that's what you what you're in the mood for i worked out at five in the morning last monday yeah First time in my life, even in college, the earliest really? workout was five thirty in the morning. Five is the earliest. Yeah, All right. even an early marathon has only started at like five fifty in the morning. Right. I think it was Miami. Yeah, no, I'm not a. I, Five's like the regular. That's like I'm not. I don't like working out. I can teach other people that early, but I don't. Okay, it's not my jam. It was like a. It was traumatizing. But I was pumped because I, it was like a partner thing I do with my husband. So I was like, yeah, I'm super excited. But I got there and I'm like, oh my God. Shout out to Mike Conti. Sprinting Homeboy's on a treadmill. Looking good. Sprinting on a treadmill at like 5, 10 in the morning was, I'm like, this is, this is not right. And we ended the workout at, you know, 5, 57 in the morning. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? What just happened? <laughs> that's like, what? That's when I, that's when happened. I normally train. Always. Oh my God. You know, 10, 15, 12 milers with 10 at marathon pace at 5 a.m. By like my third workout that day, I was like, what? I don't know what day it is. <laughs> What's, who's, where's my, what? Yeah, that was how my week started this week. 5 a.m. Partner workout. We, we killed it. Yeah. Killed it. I mean, if you don't, um, sometimes it's the only way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when it's you getting done. 6 a.m. is good. Sometimes I run and then I take the 6 a.m. strength class. That's like, you know, like an easy run just to kind of get the miles in. And then, and then, so that's like a five to six and then six. That's a, that's like a good day. And then, like I said, go home, get the kids on the bus and all stuff. Then I have my day and like it doesn't interfere with anything. If I left anything like that towards any other part of the day, there's just a good chance it's not getting done. Well, so my husband is now doing 5 a.m. classes like four times a week. It's awesome. And, you know, he'll play basketball maybe like once a weekend or another thing. But it's there's people that are just religiously 5 yeah. a.m.ers. And, you know, I, that's your schedule. Whatever it is that works for you and that motivation well, just thing. to meet people. It's working for him. And that's the deal. Like it mm-hmm. works for him. Like, you know, I ran we, when I see when I saw him recently, it was like, whoa, like without even seeing him. I saw him from like across the room. I was like, there he is. All right. <laughs> Good Almost like thirty pounds, thirty yeah. something pounds. Yeah, it's good. Just from just from moving. He's out there now, president Did. of the chamber of commerce and all. He's out there. The Contis. Someone actually asked me the other day. Um, they're like, "Are are you Mike Conti's wife?" And I, and I told my I told my husband, and he's like, he's like, wow. He's like, that's like I haven't had that in a while. Usually, it's like, are you Christine's husband? Uh, and my response was like, um, yeah. why? I'm so defensive. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why do you ask? Is, See, it, is my, it political? Is it, what's the problem? My wife is a first grade okay. teacher in the, in her hometown. She is a legit local celebrity. Mm-hmm. 
like legit. There's no like you know. I am definitely Mr. Prendergast. You know, she can't even go to certain supermarkets because it's like she runs into people too much. And so, um, yeah, that's 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 um, you know, Mr. Prendergast, Mr. Prendergast. I'm like, dude, I'm Brian. Like, who are you calling Mr. Get out of here? Yeah, someone called me Mrs. Conti the other day, and it was great. It was like I hadn't heard it in a little while, and they're like Mrs. Conti because it was a former student. They're like Mrs. Conti. I'm like. <laughs> Who, what? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Smack it really, It's very interesting because I've been Mrs. Conti for so long or, you know, the kids or even coaching your coach. Your, it's, it's very interesting. It's really cool how people that I coached before I got married and or people that I know, my students and are older, they're still like, hey, Miss Van. Because my last name is Van Skoik and I was always Miss Van. And they're still be like, Van. I'm like, people I played college, like played you know, volleyball with yeah. that was always my name. So it's, I think it's, it's interesting name. how everyone like van, van, hey van. Well, it's one syllable. Yeah. You can't, there was no way, even my first name is too long to yell. If someone's going to yell at me. It's van. So I don't know. Pretty crazy. So I don't know. Um, we need to go back to this. Brian's like, what's the topic we should do? I'm like, what is happening? Um, we need to talk about this for a second. I know we talked about the 40 miler, um, we definitely need to come up with a couple other things because we rate, I think we've got, um, $1,500 towards a scholarship right now, That's awesome. Way, which is amazing. I definitely would like to get a couple thousand more at least. Yeah. Um, and I do think we'll, you know, we got to get there. We got to make that push. Um, but I would like to, you know, we I'd need like to have to a bake sale. Eno- yeah. <laughs> Christine's going to wash your car. Maybe we get Danny Cola to, uh, contribute to the bake sale. <laughs> Get some money. Oh my God. <laughs> Shout out to Danny Cole. Can I wash your car or <laughs> ride your unicorn? <laughs> he was great. No, he was awesome. He was great. Contribute to the bake sale. You know what I mean? Great. We get some baked goods. We get arrested. In here. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, no, so um, I love the scholarship. I love everything about it. I love the evening that it goes into it. And lately, I, I mean, I love the 40 mile. Don't get me wrong. You know, that's uh, a good story. Oh, it's fantastic. I've still, I've been brainstorming yeah. already about next year. So, so we, we both live in the same town. Um, Christine's husband is the president of the chamber of commerce in this town, Brick, New Jersey. And there's two high schools in town and Christine used to work at one of them. And both actually, I coached at, with the other. Yeah. yeah. So at both and every year the Brick chamber puts together the scholarship and they have an evening where all the kids come in, they get big giant checks and it's like, and by awesome. the way, I don't think that we live in like a teeny town. Like this is like a freaking city. Oh, it's too like, high. It's yeah. like a, no, it's, it's big. It's a, it's a Compared to where I grew up. This is like a pretty good New York city, medium sized town. There's two high schools in the mm-hmm. town. You know, there's two big middle schools and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's big. Yeah. It's got all sorts of, you know, rec programs and it's, it's huge. And, uh, so they have the, 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 the scholarship fund, but you know, like, Rather than just like here, here's here's our money. Like I don't have you know yeah. five grand to give out to you know to, to do. So we we're gonna we're raise the money to to give to the kids. And uh, this year, I really hope that we get to like get some essays or something so we can kind of pick and choose. Yeah, we like to give it to somebody who we feel is going to either you know played some sports in high school or have like you know an athletic mm-hmm. uh, you know pass or an interest in pursuing that type of career. You know at least the studies. For it, who the hell knows what you're going to do as a career uh, at that age? But What's um, career. <laughs> but 
our theory behind this, and you know, Christine obviously started this, and I'm all in on it. Is you know, we'll put our ass on the line for raise any money that we got to get for this thing, right? So it's not like we're just coming to you with the handout and saying, "Hey, you know, just give us money, and we'll just give it." You know, like mm-hmm. like we'll do stuff for it, right? Like I'm think like like I'll be a rodeo clown and like get in the ring with the bull <laughs> and the barrel as long as there's a barrel there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like what else could we do? We got to come up with some crazy oh, are we stuff. We throwing ourselves out there. Oh, okay. Like you know what I was not happy with is that they had like a McDonald's night where the teachers were behind the thing serving McDonald's that for one of the crazy. schools. Well, it made me crazy. I refused to go. I put my foot down. Like I was like, "We're all going to McDonald's." I'm like, "I am absolutely not going to McDonald's right now for school." The teachers are serving. I'm like, well, "Aren't the people like a little bit upset that the people that actually are, are like McDonald's employees that like anyone can come in and just randomly do this. I would be a little bit upset about that. The teachers don't want to be there either. Just speaking on behalf of my wife, who's a teacher and, and I'm sure lo- that loves her school, loves her kids, and loves the community. I don't think she'd be so mobbed. happy about doing they, that. It, Mike, oh, was like, it's crazy. It was mobbed. Yeah, like no, no, everyone no. came to McDonald's. I'm like, that's disgusting. Like the kids school does the same thing. And it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Why can't it be like an, I guess, in theory, I just in my fantasy world, I'm hoping that McDonald's is not the bee's knees of places and whatever. I How about box tops? You want to get me crazy? Box I'm tops. Box tops. Every food. I don't even understand what happens with the damn box tops. I don't know. Tops. You're supposed to span, scan your but like, receipts now or anything. I have like them and like, where, do we get returns? Do I see that money? I don't understand. Uh, even beyond that. Every single thing that a box top is on is shit. It's like this. It's like, it's like the it's cereal. Like, it's the cereal aisle. It's like yeah. It's like yeah. It's not good. It's Eat not these good pop food. tarts. Yeah. It's like goldfish and and uh, you know. Not that it's. I mean, they're tasty. However. Or even the, those devils and pigtails. Those Girl Scouts selling that crap that they sell. Cookies. The cookies yeah, are the so co- good. Not good for you. No, but they're good tasting. I mean. Don't eat the whole fucking box. Like, just eat a couple cookies. It's fine. Those Samoa things, oh my God. Those are amazing. Amazing. The devil wore pigtails. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> they're not good. The devil's everywhere. No, no, no. They're using ingredients in that in those cookies that, that can be they could be made a little bit better. I mean, we're maybe not quite as tasty. Here. Well, I we're know, I know, but, but we're also talking, talking like some crazy. ethics. What are we teaching these kids? That oh. They could just sling anything out there? Yeah, pretty you much. You know, why not host the snowballs? Why don't we bring snowballs back? Oh <laughs> the coconut and the marshmallow on there. I don't like marshmallow. <laughs> I don't even know what marshmallow's made of, but I've never been a consistency person with the marshmallow. <laughs> Something's off with that for me. Right? Right. It's a, like, only thing I, that marshmallows are good for is stick them in the microwave and watch them blow up. <laughs> Yuck. We had I had an anti-vaxxer mom selling cook selling Girl Scout cookies the other day on, on, did you on the tell Facebook. Her did you tell her they're I'm full like, of vaccines? She didn't want to. She didn't want to put bad shit in her kid's body, and now she's selling me fucking Girl Scout cookies. What about me? <laughs> there's a whole. Oh, please. I know. Oh you know God. what? Listen, oh I'm neither for nor against. I have my own thoughts on this stuff because it's a very, very, it's red, very touchy, touchy Jersey, subject and red way. button that the state is trying to make uh, make us mandatory vaccinations for the children. Um, and you can't use the uh, the religion card anymore. And that's what they're working towards. It's it's really hot button. It's like kind of crazy, and it uh, has is really taken over the social medias in these parts. Uh, and you know, for better or worse, whatever it is, I don't even know. And sometimes it's like you think you're doing the right thing, and you're not, and then you think you're not doing the right thing, and you probably should. And it's like it's crazy. It's one of those things. Um, 
But uh, I think people need to educate themselves. That's what it is. But stop being so close-minded. But don't, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. I vaccinate my kids. That's my stance on it. My doctor is fantastic, and <laughs> I love her dearly. And I don't over-vaccinate. I right. don't. I do what is what Western medicine has pretty much proven is good. And I guess, and I know, I know for a fact there's someone in my husband's family that did have very bad results from a vaccination. However, he's in like the point zero 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 zero. The thing that's the thing that's crazy about me is that everything these days becomes political, you know, politicized. Obviously, the government's you know in, in making these changes. But the thing with this particular, you know, issue mm-hmm. is that you have like pro like people that are pro life, right? Now saying I want to choose whether or not you put that into my kids, right? Like right. the pro lifers or the pro the you know the the pro lifers are now being pro choice in another angle, right? The pro choicers are now using like like NRA type spin tactics. Like if you make us do this, what are we going to have to do next? Like they're just making like chipping away at us until they take all our rights away. So it's like, there's like really like angles are being mm-hmm. like interwebbed here over one thing. Um, you know, you've got like, like really, you know, liberal people like playing conservative roles and really conservative people playing liberal roles and like somewhere in between. And it's like, you know, you're seeing staunch conservative siding with, science like it's wild right it's like kind of really wild and you know sometimes sometimes you just sit back and just like i don't know how you know how this is all going to play out and then and then you get you know the very very vocal anti-vax mom out there slinging the girl scout cookies i thought that was humorous i don't know i got you know a what kick the, out of that. you know what the other thing that i have to say that I, I talk about like, you know, being closed minded or whatnot. I've heard a lot. There's just always, always things out there. And again, fitness is mind body. And that's why we're talking about this because this is, this is everything. What it goes in your body, what you're thinking, what you're, are you judging? Um, and it's funny, I'm involved in, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty known in the Hasidic communities around here. We have a really high population. I love, I love my Hasidic fitness. Women, it's women because women usually work with women. Um, and I've been working with the city communities around here for like, I don't know, 11 years. Um, and it's crazy because they are some of the nicest freaking people ever. And you hear, you know, oh, it's the, you know, these people aren't this and these people and they're not vaccinating their kids. I don't, it's just such generalizations that I hear all the time because honestly, I have to say every single person that I hear from is like, why wouldn't I vaccinate my child? Like we're not living in a third world country. And you know, it's like, who's schlepping this blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, it's interesting because I just, I literally just sit back and listen. And I think like we talk about, you know, doing all these crazy things and and going out and experiencing life. And I, I hope for everyone that you just open your mind to trying new things and meeting new people and, and thinking, all right, what is this really? And doing your research. That's it. Just like we talk about researching, you know, fitness and nutrition and research what you, what you're doing. Research, you know, people out there and why and the, the why behind everything. I'm going to throw that out there. I just think that, uh, you know, there's a lot more. I like the Hasidics. I like the Hasidics because they piss off cranky old white people. Oh my gosh. Fucking cranky old white people. They ain't got shit to do. Why? Just- 
I don't know. I, uh, sometimes really? there's no wor- worse human being on the planet than a cranky old white person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's looking at me what, like crazy. What are you talking no, about? That's why. That's why I appreciate them, the Hasidics. You know, they're just doing their thing, minding their own business for the most. <laughs> and the cranky old white folks getting pissed off at them because they're different. You're different. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> what can I say? You know, I piss people off because they're I like, like having fun. People were saying to me a couple weeks ago, they're like, Christine, how do you remain so like positive and happy? I'm like, you don't. Well, care, um, le- care less. I'm like, it's not that I'm it's not that I'm like positive and happy all the time. It's just there's a lot of shit in this world that is. It really is negative and awful. And what are you going to focus on? If I'm not happy and positive, I'm going to be home crying. So, you know, let's see the good in people. Let's let's pick each other up. I said, and that's what you're going to see from me. You're not going to see me sitting around bashing. Who wants to live like that? You know, other people and throwing negative all over the place. I'm like, you know what? No one means to. No one. No one means to to make mistakes. You know, everyone's heart's in the right place. Yes, I know the road to hell has been paved with good intentions. I get it, but. What do you what do you choose to do when you get up? How do you choose to live? Who do you choose to be? I think that that's something I sure as hell have been learning, you know, in the last couple of years from navigating through this um, this chaos of uh, new careers and and motivation and is this the right decision? And I think there's a lot that goes in it. So oh, there's so much fun to be had, right? There's just so much like good and stuff. you know if we if we. I don't look back at the last like, couple of years and say, "Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so mad. I should have stayed teaching the last couple of years." Dude. Right. No. Oh my god. I'm like the, all the crazy awesome stuff that has happened. I mean, what? Maybe I made a little bit less money. Or <laughs> keep it. Right. Because the experience and the life and the living is been the best? so crazy awesome whether it's been really positive or negative. I mean, there's been days where I'm like, "What is happening? What is going on?" Um, but then the days where you're like, you know what, the eight conference mentor calls that I have next week, like, that's really cool. Like, I want to give back and I want to share. And without those crazy experiences, we wouldn't be able to provide other people with maybe some help. That you they keep need. it rolling, it's Conti. It's, it's fun. It's insanity. fun. I like hanging with you. <laughs> I'm serious. It's a lot of fun. There's always no, something. It's, it's chaos. It's beautiful. Always. <laughs> hey, Brian, we're going to go to San Diego over uh, Oh, March. we're totally going to San, San Diego Day. on March. Mm-hmm. My friend that lives in San Diego is is going to be away that week. Isn't that something? I'm finally going out to San Diego. And... Hey, Carp. <laughs> Jason Carp. We're coming running with Let's you. Let's go for a run. We're staying with you and your cat. <laughs> ah, we yes. Are. We are. We'll podcast from there. We need to bring the podcasting stuff. Oh, absolutely! It's gonna be good. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finagle some stuff while we're there. I just haven't, haven't, uh, haven't been on it yet. That's really good. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. All my right. mind is spinning. Now. Focused. Focus. Focus. The energy, Christine. The, Focus. The, the energy is going elsewhere. Focus. I'm focused. All right. Listen. I've. I've. Uh, I've. I've alienated anti-vaxxers and vaxxers and and pissed off old white people. So and the Girl Scouts and the Girl Scouts. Um, so. I was a Girl Scout. <laughs> Of course. Love the Girl Love Scouts. The we just want them to be more focused on, the on their health. The Girl Scouts. They sell nuts, too? You know too? what else they sell? Those are so No, good. you know what else they sell? They sell those, like, 
You know those like gummy wedges with the um with the, the sugar slices? like the uh, sugar they not don't. the old not the old school like ones that actually orange look slices. like orange slices but you like the they gummy do? ones like chuckles like your grandma used to have Ugh. right they sell those Break your and teeth I off. looked at the freaking ingredients in those things and it's like red number forty and red you know like all these like things that. And it was like, I am red number four. I know. <laughs> and it was like, you know, 50 grams of sugar in this thing. And look, it's like, there is an, there's a platform within the Girl Scouts. Listen to me. There's a rant. Oh my the, God. There's a platform that the Girl Scouts have that they can use their platform for better than they are right now by having them sling these goddamn cookies and the wedges and, you know, stick to the nuts. All right. Stick to the nuts. You know, and the, and the, the, the Boy Scouts are no different. They're selling popcorn. I'm not just picking on you. You know, you can't like, you send me a bucket of caramel popcorn for fifty five dollars, and, and you know, and, and I'm going to eat it. It's not even enough to fill up a Cracker Jack box. Like I'll just go get the Cracker Jack if I want to. We just need to be better, Girl Scouts. Do you understand, Girl Scouts of America? I'm going to get me in the uh, what's the, what's the um... listen. I'm going to throw this out here too. Okay, so the Girl Scouts, I get it. You're in Girl Scouts. I also not only want you to be in Girl Scouts, but I want you to be in dance, and I want you to be in gymnastics, and I want you to be in sports. Just being involved in the Girl Scouts is not enough, Girl Scouts. I want you to also be moving. So if you're going on your hiking thing, get all those fitness badges, badges. because I need you moving. Because if you're going to eat all this shit, then you're going to also need to work out. That's How right. about that? I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. And guess what? If you're the host of the Girl Scouts or the troop leader, guess what? Stop serving them crap. Why don't you give them some like decent food and how about that? There you go. There's my rant. You're going to get a Conti Fit badge on your sash. Oh. How about that, Daisy Troop? <laughs> Coming for so you, Daisies, Daisy. the brownies, the Girl Scouts. All that. Yeah. Yeah. All that. Need to step it up. Be a little more healthy. It's 2020. You can't be slinging all that shit in the hood, and uh, you know, and, and have people respect your 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 intentions and your motives. <laughs> I mean, they can't sell drugs. Who's Brian? the cranky old white guy now? Seriously, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Girl Scouts are going to be slinging <laughs> drinks at the local bar. No. <laughs> well, you craft know, craft beer, Cosmos, and serve up some crudite or something. Oh you know gosh. what I mean? Like, can we can we get something better than that? I mean, what's next? Omaha steaks? <laughs> you can sell that to Girl Scouts. The devil wore pigtails. I don't have girls. I have boys. I got a girl. I got She's boys. great. She's fantastic. Is she in the Daisy Troop? She's never going to be Daisy. Never. <laughs> no. She no. like shank the daisies. I think is apparently <laughs> where she is. She will ride her magical rainbow right over. Oh man, Lauren, I love you. I'm going to post. Look, you think I'm playing? I'm going to post some ingredients about the uh, w- what they're using in those cookies, like your palm oils and all that stuff. That nasty, 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 nasty heart clogging artery I'm clogging still ingredients. Eat the Whatever, it, red dump, number die or not, I just I think the Samoas are really good. My wife gets like one box from yeah. each of the kids in the first grade class. She doesn't buy a bunch. She's like, you know, it's like one from you, one from you. Yeah, you know, so because she bought them from all of them, she'd have you know a lot, and. <clears throat> I usually take what are those? What are the caramel with the coconut and the, the Samoa? That's a Samoa. That's what we're talking about, right. Brian. Well, I'll put one of those in the freezer. Maybe I'll nibble so on that. Those so are pretty good, good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Talking dirty. Samoas. Yes. Well. All right. With that said, not all, we're sorry for everyone we pissed off. Not today. all good is good, right? We got so many guests coming up; it's out of control. Um. So the next couple months, just hold on to your hats, everybody, because it's that good. So. All right. All right. With that said. 
It's Christine Conti. I'm <laughs> Brian Prendergast. And we are to Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.